You are listening to Cassandra D. Freeman's Never Give Up podcast, inspiring you to take action, get unstuck, and never give up. Hey guys, Cassandra Freeman here. Uh, this week on the podcast, I have a very special guest, Miss Michelle Luster. You're going to be hearing from her today about as she shares her never give up story. So stay tuned. I like to kind of um, tell everybody about tell everybody who doesn't know us how, yes. we, how we met online. Um, I know it was Facebook. I keep saying I think, but I definitely know it was Facebook. And I don't even know, I think I saw one of your posts or I don't even know. It might've been like a, you know how they have the live videos. We might've been on something like that together and um like been in the audience, you know how you make comments on people's videos or whatever like that. I don't right. even know, but it was something. And we were like messaging each other in the messenger. <laughs> and then I think that led to emails. Um, and then from then, I think we just, um, oh, in the emails, we were sending each other personal growth assignments. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what friends are for. <laughs> yes. We were sending each other those. I'm not sure if we started sending um, mail to each other yet, but I know we met up because I had a, it was a vision board or vision workshop somewhere near you or something? Yeah. Yes. I remember that. I don't remember how we met, oddly enough, but I I remember meeting you in Richmond um, for the very first time. Yes. After we corresponded for a while. Yeah. 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 yeah, It was a while. And then I was going to be there for a vision workshop, which was pretty good. And yes. then, um, and then I think we met up. I still have a picture. I think you sent yes. me that picture. Yes, <laughs> at sweet. It was. Was it a yogurt place? It was or a yogurt cream? place. It was. Oh my gosh! I looked at Girl. that picture and I was like, "Wow, we come a long <laughs> way." Okay, how about that that part? <laughs> I'm like, who is this girl? Who is this, Hoppo? <laughs> I was really like, wow. Yeah. I cannot believe that was us. But then, yes. I guess that, you know, well, I don't guess. The friendship just grew from there. I mean, we've been communicating and through phone, text, postal mail, and just just really bonding and becoming even better friends as the years come. I don't even know what year we met. I do know that I lived in the apartment with the boys at the time. You know, okay. The boys and Chris. So yes. that, was, that was some years back. That oh was, my gosh. That was, that was that was a long time ago. Yeah, I have to do some digging and see what we can find if we can find maybe go back and find some old messenger. emails or something. I'm gonna go back in our messenger and see if okay. we're still how far we go back because I'm kind of yeah. now. <laughs> um but you have just come so far. Um mm. oh my goodness. We've we've been through so much together and I know that today um you wanted to share a part of your story today. And it's really a powerful story, guys. Um I know that a lot of you probably have dealt with something similar. I don't want to go into it because I want to give uh, Shell some time to to tell her own story, but um, she is just 
So I guess I'll just introduce you. She is just this most amazing woman. I know she probably doesn't know it, but I love her and I look up to her too. Um, she is, <laughs> don't do this. <laughs> she is she is such a light, shining, and just amazing. Um, you know, I don't encounter many people who are like me, but when when we met online, it just it just clicked. I mean, like literally, it clicked, guys. Um, we just we are about that, you know, best life, personal growth, you know, just going through life and, and doing the best we can and growing and helping other people do it through assignments. So um, I want to introduce my dear friend, my dear sister, and the most amazing, just God-loving woman. Um, and I love her so much. So guys, this is Michelle Luster. Hello, everybody. <laughs> she is going to share a piece of her never give up story because I know we all have different stories to share. But this is this is going to be powerful, guys. So um, here she is, Miss Michelle Luster. Hello, everybody. I'm so honored to be on this platform speaking to you and connecting with you and reaching out to you and hopefully um, able to, to, to inspire a little hope within you. Um, a few years ago, I was living in Virginia and um, with my family and just connected with quite a few things that were going on there. And I just got burned out. Um, I felt like I needed a shift. I needed a change. And kind of around that same time, the movie The Bucket List came out. I hope you all have been able to see that incredible movie. And so um, what I, I wrote out all the things that I wanted to do before. I kicked the bucket before I passed away. Um, one of them was to live out of state, at least for a, a year. I'd never lived out, lived out of state before. And so in this process of being burned out, I decided, okay, this is a great time for me to try. I'll go, I'll move somewhere, and if it doesn't work, I'll just come on back home. So at the time, um, I had been diagnosed with lupus prior to that. And at the time, I was in the middle of a treatment, receiving a treatment, and I told my doctor, I said, I'm about to move. And he said, where? I said, South Carolina. Now, I'd never been to South Carolina, didn't know much about it at all. Um, didn't have any relatives, didn't have a place to stay or anything. But um, I heard that it was a nice place. Greenville, South Carolina was a nice place to live and, and visit. And so I said, okay, that's where I'm going. My doctor looked at me and he said, that's where I used to practice. And at that moment, I said, this is where I'm going. Okay, I'm connecting the dots. And so I packed up everything. I moved my, out of my apartment, moved back in with my mom. Love you, mom. And I proceeded to prepare to move to Greenville. Um, every day, I, would, I remember writing either in a journal or looking at my vision board, because I did have a vision board at that time, um, that I would live in a house with hardwood floors, a porch, in a backyard in Greenville, South Carolina. I wrote down the amount of money I was gonna make. I mean, I wrote down all these crazy things. I mean, I, I, I don't even know where I got the idea of a lot of this stuff, but there is so much power when you write things down. There's so much, you can create so much when you write things down. And so I did that and I would look at this every single day and I ended up coming down here my first night. I called my father and I was crying uh, because I, I moved into an extended stay and it was in a not so nice part of the neighborhood. <laughs> I 
And I was just like, what in the world have I done? I've left everything I, everything I know, everyone I knew. I only had $1,000 in my bank account. And I had, what everything I had was in my car at the time. And I called my dad and I was just crying, dad. And he said, Michelle, it's okay. You don't have to prove yourself to anybody. Just come on home. Like, okay. You know, the ugly cry. Okay. Then, then I hung up with him and I called my mom and I said, mom, I can't believe what I just did. You know, da, da, da. and she pretty much, she pretty much said, um, I knew you were going to do that. You'll be fine. And we hung up the phone <laughs> and she was correct. <laughs> so <laughs> I could see my journey. And I remember I used to write a lot in my journals. I, I love that I did because I can go back and think and see what I was thinking and the things that I was worried about. And I would write out that I'm going to be working at this job and I'll be making this amount of money. Sure enough, four weeks later, I got a job and um, ended up working there. Then I got a, another job and then I ended up where I am today. And so I learned through that process, how powerful writing down what you are believing for, writing it down, meditating on it, looking at it, believing it, no matter what anyone says and no matter what the circumstances say to you and, and watching it come to pass. It didn't happen overnight but it did come to pass. And I am currently in the home with the hardwood floors, the porch and a backyard. And now I'm, I'm going to start believing for something even greater um, than that. And so lived here for a few years and I met a gentleman. Um, we met quickly. Um, we ended up talking and we dated extremely quickly for a short amount of time, a very short amount of time. And we ended up getting married. Um, as a result of the marriage, I experienced probably the most devastating time in my life. Um, I married someone who I didn't know. I married someone who didn't know themselves and I married someone who, um, couldn't fix themselves and I surely couldn't fix them either. Um, we both had emotional baggage. We both had issues that we hadn't really worked on and, just being in that type of marriage, it wasn't the it wasn't the best thing for me to have done at that time. Um, there were a lot of things that I didn't know about him, and and I'm not saying it's because we only knew each other for a short amount of time. Because I do believe that there are some people who don't know their their mates um, for a long time, and then they marry and they're fine they, and they stay together um, for a long time. But in this case, we just weren't a good match, and we went through a lot devastation. Um, a lot of things he kept from me that I ended up finding out. I found out that he had children that I didn't know about, um, just a bunch of different things. And he had an anger problem. So um, what really solidified the case of me ending the marriage was he decided to pick me up one day, throw me on the floor, and that was it. I'd never been in a fight in my life. I've never been hit by a man before. And that was the first time um, it devastated me. Number one, because I didn't know him that well and my family trusted me enough. Oh, you made the decision to move all the way, six hours away from home. And that was a good decision. So we trust you with someone you only knew for a short amount of time. It's fine. We trust you. Um, and I found out that I had chosen the, I hadn't chosen the best, um, the best for me at that, at that time. So 
we ended up separating and I was just devastated. I was ashamed. I was embarrassed. I was trying to figure out how I allowed myself into that situation. You know, I'm the girl that people look up to and, you know, I, 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 I love God and, and I'm, and I'm hopeful and I'm, you know, optimistic. How in the world could this have happened to me? My parents divorced and I always said I would never, ever, ever get divorced. And here I am 11 months after my marriage and I'm divorced. What do I do? So I went to counseling and um, I joined an incredible support group, Divorce Care, whoop, whoop, and I literally had to walk back to the origin of my story because I had been telling myself the wrong story. I've been telling myself, oh, I met this guy and I, and I was naive and he took advantage of me. And how could he do this? And I was really trying to make him the bad guy when in turn I needed to internalize why I even allowed myself to entertain that and so I went through a healing process and it was difficult and it was messy and there were times when I wanted to give up and I couldn't understand how in the world God would allow me in such a situation why didn't he warn me well he did he warned me <laughs> and I ignored the signs but he warned me you know um, what, what was I supposed to do how can I how could I face my family I mean I went through so much stuff but thanks to thanks to God and supportive people and support groups and counseling um I was able to have uh, just just gain a never give up spirit, and and so that's what happened. I knew I had to I had to figure this thing out. I had to heal. I, I had to get it right. I had to grow from this, and I did. Thank God. And so last year, um, God gave me the idea to start an Instagram page called Hope After Divorce, and He told me He said I want you to post things that you needed to hear when you got divorced. I was very hurt. I was damaged. I was wounded because I didn't talk to a lot of my family and friends. They didn't know what to say to me, and there were words that I needed to hear. Um, um, affirmations is my love language. And at that time, I just didn't feel like I was getting that support from people. And so, and they didn't know any better. They didn't know what to say. They didn't know what to do. And so, um, again, this page, it was just, God told me, post things that you needed to hear, things that you wanted someone to say to you when you were in that situation. And I get direct messages from people who say, I needed that post tonight. I've I heard, um, had one person tell me, I started counseling because of you, Michelle. And I mean, there are people literally, literally around the world that follow this, that connect with me on this Instagram page. And so I'm thankful because I didn't give up. Had I given up, who knows what people that are on the page today. If I had given up, who knows what they would be because I, I, because, you know, I didn't hang in there. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I did. And I encourage all of your listeners, CC, if there's something traumatic that, that they've gone through to work through it, heal, heal from it, do whatever you got to do, write it out, journal it out, pray it out. Please get help, get counseling, get therapy, do whatever positive things you need to do to work through that process. Because once you work through it, you will be a catalyst for someone. You'll be able to pull somebody else out and, and you'll be able to tell them this is what hope looks like. This is what an overcomer looks like. I went through what you went through and I'm standing and I'm, I'm still going and you can do it too. So never give up. That's hands down. <laughs> that's, that, that, that's the moral of the story. Never give up. Wow. I, I, um, I was, as I was listening, I was just, okay, so first of all, what you just said, um, this is what hope looks like, this is what overcoming looks like, I think so many of us need to 
really just internalize that and, and remind ourselves that even in hard times, especially right now with everything that's going on, yeah, that yeah, we might be going through some weird stuff now, or maybe some people are really, you know, I know some people have lost their jobs and all this other stuff, but we really need to just remember and remind ourselves that we are what hope looks like. I think yes. it's, um, I, was, I think it was President Obama who said something like, uh, we are the ones we've been waiting for. Mm. Like um, it's like we, we are looking for hope and we don't realize that we are. Yes. We are. We are those things. We are hope. We are overcomers. We are all those things. And we just yes. need to remind ourselves of that. And another thing that I love about your story is how you just transformed your situation into hope after divorce and just made it something that is just gonna bless people for years to come and help them in their situations or help other people they know in their situations i yes. think that it is so remarkable when when anyone takes a hardship they have and turn it into or as they say uh turn lemons into lemonade mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. i think mm -hmm. that is so awesome um i would love for you to um I'm, I'm sure that people would love to know how to connect with you on Hope for Divorce. Or are you, I know you're on Instagram um, and your, um, can you, I guess, tell people where, what platforms you're on and your, um, your username. Absolutely. I'm only on Instagram right now. Okay. <laughs> that takes up quite a bit of time. <laughs> yes, it does. Um, but, but eventually I, I will go on other platforms. But yes, I'm on Instagram at Hope After divorce three words that's it hope after divorce and you can connect with me there i would love to see your faces yes she would and i would too because i follow her no i am not divorced right but right a lot of the even if you are not divorced a lot of the posts do resonate with people who need encouragement anyway so mm. um it's food for thought and definitely good for the soul and spirit so please follow her no matter if you're divorced or not. I'll tell you, it, it really is good for you. And it can also, even if you're not divorced, it'll help someone else who is because you'll be able to encourage them through that and get their perspective, like what they're going through, what they experience. And you can uh, see it from good. their you know, perspective that, oh, wow, I didn't know you felt that way or I didn't yeah. know you went through that. That's and it good. can help you be a more supportive family member or friend to them. So definitely check that out because it is awesome. Um, like I said, I'm up there because I have people who are divorced who need um, support, but also I really just love the posts. Um, so make sure that you check that out. Hey guys, I hope and pray that you guys enjoyed the interview as much as I did. Um, and I want to send a shout out and a thank you to Michelle for being such a wonderful interviewee and, and inspiring us through her never give up story. So until next time, I will leave you with some inspiration from Michelle's interview, which is that we are hope that we are overcomers and that even though we forget that sometimes in the midst of struggle, we really have it in us to never give up. Thanks, guys. See you next time.